Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. COVID-19 pandemic has rapidly reshaped the what and the how of digital transformation agendas, often for the better. Organizations are improving amid dramatic disruption. But what's next? What else can they do? I put that question to my guest this morning in Influence, Praveen Kuma, General Manager for Asia Pacific at ASG Technologies. He has over two decades worth of experience and knowledge in the area of data management. What sort of trends can we look out for in the field post-COVID-19? And what are some very present problems companies are experiencing in terms of data privacy? Praveen, good morning and welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Michelle. Thank you for welcoming. Happy to be on. Great to have you. I wonder if we could start with some issues that you're picking up now and that you're hearing that companies are facing problems with when it comes to data management and balancing that with privacy needs which have gone out the window in, in because we all need contact tracing these days. Uh, security as well that so preoccupies governments and companies. So what are some common problems that the sudden digital transformation acceleration has raised? One of the good things, Michelle, is Singapore has been fairly advanced in terms of digital transformation in most of the companies. Uh, and this has been a trend we've noticed over the past 12 months much before COVID, where digital transformation has been the priority and data in forms of digital assets in almost 50 to 60% of companies in Singapore have mostly been digitized. Uh, This, however, as you rightly said, brought in a lot of issues around data privacy, data control, data security, et cetera. And as much as the companies have tried to invest in it, they've had a lot of problems. And this has been identified and also penalized by the government. If you look at February 2020, as late as early as this year, hmm. uh, Singtel was fined about $9,000 for a data breach in the Singtel mobile app. And this was, if you look in combination, there was about $66,000 in fines that have been happened across various companies in Singapore around data breach, data privacy, et cetera. And if you look at trends that are happening, not only in Singapore, but globally, uh, and as well as in South Asia, you will see that phishing has become a norm, banking malware has become a trend. And as more and more people adopt to working from home, as well as trying to access their data digitally, uh, whether it be financial data or even e-commerce, we find that the number of attacks have significantly increased as much as the need for understanding how to trust the data they see, as well as the news they read, and the source of data. So all of this combined together, we expect this trend to um, increase manifold because of COVID and the ability to work remotely, like either this interview is happening remote, as you can understand. Um, So it is becoming a bigger issue to handle for most companies, and investment in that space would continue to increase. Yeah, I remember before po- uh, the pandemic, we would describe data as a new oil. Of course, this was before oil went negative. Um, and data is still such a valuable asset for companies. But what are you seeing in terms of a post-COVID world? What sort of trends are companies going to be looking at when managing their most valuable asset, one of their most valuable assets, data? The investment around data has um, significantly grown over the past 24 months, so we say. And it's rapidly increased in, during the COVID scenario. Even during COVID, we as a software company are in the business of digital transformation as well as data management. 
And we've noticed many companies continue to talk to us in terms of digitizing their assets, which have not been uh, digitized, um, including mobile apps, including applications they're using within the enterprise, etc. But at the same time, they're also being very cautious around how data management is happening. And the government's kind of helping and influencing that journey significantly. In Europe, GDPR came in about a couple of years back, which mm. started fighting people, uh, companies, a percentage of their revenue for data breach and not following data guidelines that have been issued or accepted by the end user. In Singapore, the Infocom Authority has started working in that direction where they are going to release a significant Personal Data Protection Act, which which is in the rules for going through 10% of the annual gross turnover or about a million dollars could be fines for companies for not handling data privacy adequately. And if this goes through, you can see the impact. It becomes an easy business case justification because if someone was to say, I want to invest in data security, data privacy management, the business comes and says, hey, we're already suffering a low growth. You know, Why don't you invest in more revenue generation activities or more profit enablement activities. When the government comes up and says, I'm going to fine you a million bucks if you don't do X, it becomes a good justification for the management to go back and say, if I have to spend a million bucks to this breach, I might as well spend $200,000 or $100,000 or $50,000 or whatever the cost be to ensure that that penalty doesn't come in. So I think it's a two-way street because data privacy is not the primary concern for businesses when they are looking at revenue growth and profitability. However, the government and institutions come in from the outside Mm. to say that if you don't do this, you're going to be penalized, which becomes a business driver to actually invest. And and combined, we expect this to grow manifold post-COVID. You mentioned the GDPR, uh, the European Union's data privacy and protection regime framework. If we bring it back home, do you think there are adequate government regulations currently in place in Singapore uh, to handle privacy and regulatory concerns and also balance business concerns, as you say, which may not prioritize privacy? The GDPR is applicable globally uh, for European citizens and based on a very similar pattern in May Uh, We did have in Singapore putting through the, as I said, uh, a regulation which says that very similar to my GDPR, which which primarily puts a penalty around uh, data breach. If you look at the fines that I mentioned in the earlier part of this conversation, I said $66,000 in fine across multiple companies, Singtel being charged $9,000. It's not even a rounding error. And if you have excessive penalties, that's when the companies start taking it seriously. Mm. And one of the strong things that Singapore has managed to implement, much unlike a lot of economies globally, including a lot of economies in South Asia, is fines. If you have a hefty fine, people tend to take it very seriously and tend to not do what um, will enable them to pay the fine. In this particular case, that has not been existent However, the new proposed amendments to the Personal Data Protection Act, which the government is putting forward, will go in that direction. So if the penalty is going to be 10% of your annual turnover or a million dollars, that is a significant amount of bottom line money that's going to go out. And hence, I would say 
the penalty, the, the framework is there, but the penalty wasn't there. Mm-hmm. The penalty coming in now. And if that gets through, then we do expect a significant push in that direction for companies to take because there's a business justification for that. He's Praveen Kumar, General Manager for Asia-Pacific at ASG Technologies. Help our listeners understand a little, is, is ASG applying AI models to help companies balance trust and make those critical business decisions with the data that they need? Yeah, so one of the strengths of ASG, and I never spoke about what ASG does, we do capture, manage, understand, trust, share, govern, as well as make sure that you're in compliance with data that you manage. Uh, and also help you in the digital transformation journey. That is, if you are not mobile-enabled, if you're not enabled for the digital economy, we help you get there very quickly and rapidly using our solutions. Um, as quick as maybe a week or 10 days or sometimes uh, three months, depending on how complicated the setup is. Uh, we do apply a lot of machine learning and uh, AI into some of our solutions. Not all solutions can have it Mm -hmm. uh, at this stage, but we do apply it across a framework in terms of understanding data sources, where the data comes from, is the data trust applicable for data that you actually see and visualize within an enterprise. Uh, The volume of data is so high today Mm -hmm. that you're actually getting data from multiple sources and you don't know which data to trust analyze and modify and keep presenting back to your end user. And that's where we kind of come in and say, okay, this is where data quality seems to be good in in white places, it's not good. And we put that framework together and keep learning based on trends, keywords, um, and machine learning of reports as well as data sources that we actually see. So yes, we do apply AI. It is not across all the solution frameworks. However, based on where we source the content as well as data from, there are elements of those solutions where AI is applied. Great learning about ASG technologies and thank you for your views. Praveen Kumar, General Manager for Asia Pacific at ASG Technologies and Influence, helping us understand post-COVID what are some key areas of concern businesses need to look out for when it comes to data management and data privacy. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.